Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. Want to gamble? Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishado with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. We have a great show coming up for you. We have a guest coming up who has a very interesting project. His name is Duncan McIntyre, and he's co-creator of something called Fans Unite. This is a site that combines sports betting, cryptocurrency, and social media, which makes for an incredible experience for its users. It's a very interesting project and a very great guest. With sports betting sites coming online, this could be the wave of the future when it comes to sports betting. And then we have uh, Seth Polanski. He is the vice president of corporate communication of the World Series of Poker. We'll be talking to him about 2018 and what made it so special. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Many athletes dream of becoming a professional football player. For those young men that do get drafted into the NFL or affiliated leagues, life changes forever for them and their families. Repeated head trauma during their professional football career causes many retired NFL players to experience long-term neurological issues such as ALS, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and dementia. Our attorneys at D. Miller & Associates are ready to help you immediately. Contact us today at one 855 Pro Lawyers for your confidential discussion. Again, that's 1-855-776-5299. Join us at TropicanaCasino.com where you get more everything. Sign up today with promo code RADIO15 and get $15 bonus money plus up to $100 real cash back. We have more than 200 games to enjoy plus new and rewarding promotions every week. Come experience what TropicanaCasino.com is all about. Enjoy your favorite slot and casino games, including Cleopatra, Wheel of Fortune, Blackjack, and many more right here at TropicanaCasino.com. Us 21 over at Oak, New Jersey Play. New patrons only. Terms and conditions apply. See TropicanaCasino.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 800-GAMBLER. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state. It's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Join the best and the brightest of the esports industry at the Luxor Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas on September 5th and 6th for the second annual Casino Esports Conference brought to you by Fox Marketing. This two-day hands-on event will provide the most direct and informative connection for gaming establishments looking to incorporate the esports gaming world into their properties. The Casino Esports Conference will not only educate but actually facilitate your casino's move into the esports industry. Panels include experts discussing wagering, mobile, social gaming, the latest technology, and much, much more. Attendees can participate in the esports expo and gain tools to implement changes immediately. You can even meet with the eSports tournament organizers to explore partnerships to run eSports events at your casino or gaming property. Don't wait. Head on over to CasinoEsportConf.com and register today to attend this exciting and unique look at the eSports industry. The second annual Casino eSports Conference, September 5th and the 6th at the Luxor Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. It's one event you can't afford to miss. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards?
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. You know, in the radio show, we love bringing you new and interesting projects. And with sports betting and cryptocurrency being in the news, our next guest business seemed to be hitting the market at just the right time. His name is Duncan McIntyre. Duncan is a practicing blockchain and digital asset lawyer and investor, and he has created something great called Fans Unite. And he's on the phone to talk to us all about it right now. Duncan, thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time to have me on the show. Oh, I, hey, the pleasure's all mine. And you have come up with something really interesting in Fans Unite. For those who don't know, what is Fans Unite? Well, what Fans Unite is, is we're building a, a protocol for sports betting and sports data applications on the Ethereum blockchain. Now, I know those are a bunch of words that not necessarily everyone knows, but basically we're allowing for sports betting applications, betting exchanges, daily fantasy applications, all to build on top of our protocol and pass on significant cost savings to their users. Yeah, How did you come up with this concept? Did you see that there were issues with other betting sites or did you see something that these sites weren't providing to its customers? How did this idea come about? You know, the idea has been a long time in the making. Really, my, my co-founder and I, Darius Igdami, we've been in the sports betting industry for about 10 plus years each now. And we always knew there was an issue of transparency, whether that, that came from touts and sports handicappers or just uh, centralized entities having the ability to cancel wagers. I mean, me, myself, I've been limited at sports books. I've had wagers incorrectly canceled and those types of things just we weren't fans of. So we tried to come up with a method to see if we can be more transparent, allow for automatic execution of wagers, and really take uh, control away from centralized parties and instead allow sports bettors to have control of their own data. Tell me about the social interaction aspect of Fans Unite. How does Fans Unite use social media to benefit their users? Well, what we do is we allow our users uh, to have social profiles that they would on a normal social media website while also having the ability to message and interact with other users. Basically, we just want to encourage collaboration and also increase a, a sentiment of virality so that users can recruit other people to become part of the profile platform and be rewarded for that. Now, you mentioned it before that Fans Unite utilizes blockchain technology, and I, you said it for a lot of people, that's some new terminology. What do you mean when we talk about blockchain technology? Yeah, the, the simplest way that I describe blockchain is basically it's just a distributed database. So usually you have companies that have their own in-house database. Um, those can be subject to hacks if, if somebody breaks into that compute that company's servers, but basically a distributed database just has a small copy that's encrypted on a bunch of different computers, or, or we call them nodes, that basically makes it much more secure and harder to break into. So basically your data is then a lot more secure than it would be on a centralized counterpart. You know, what you're doing is so creative and, and so unique. How do you see blockchain changing the sports betting world? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. One way that blockchain, we feel, is really going to change the sports betting industry is through the transparent recording of transactions, which will be publicly accessible. I mean, everyone's aware of the recent decision by the U.S. Supreme Court that ruled PASPA as unconstitutional in uh, May of this year. So basically, that's allowed some states to enact legislation that allows for sports betting. So we're, we really feel like this is going to result in the formation of an increase in duties for gaming authorities. Basically, they're going to have to audit all these sports books and, and operators. So if you record this data on the blockchain, on its distributed database, that means that regulators don't have to rely on a centralized sports book to provide a sample audit of transactions. And instead, these gaming authorities can just look up the data themselves and ensure everything's compliant. But for the betters, the use of blockchain technology really changes the game. So blockchain allows for the use of these things called smart contracts, which basically just ensure that a transaction automatically executes as intended. So there's no worry of a sportsbook potentially voiding a bet or not paying out for any reason at all. The, the smart contract just automatically executes. So what we're doing at Fans Unite is we're incorporating these features, but also ensuring that a wager is resolved by consensus through our Oracle network of data providers. So instead of a sportsbook resolving the event themselves, individuals or, or companies can provide the data and resolve the event so that it's taken out of the hands of the centralized party. This results in significant cost savings for operators because they don't have to use a payment processor. They don't need to use smart contracts. They don't have, or they use smart contracts instead. They don't have to pay for data feeds. Instead, they use Oracle network. 
these savings can be passed right on to the consumer. That's what we're doing at Fans Unite. When do you think the mainstream uh, betting outfits will adopt blockchain? Or do you think they even want to adopt blockchain? Yeah, I, I think a lot of these companies are a little hesitant to dive fully into blockchain yet, but I'm a really big believer that two to three years from now, we're going to have mainstream adoption of blockchain. I think cryptocurrencies or, or digital assets that I prefer to call them, they're going to have the same, they have the same use as traditional payment currencies, but with increased utility. I really believe that any small to medium sized asset or company is going to be tokenized in the future, allowing for increased liquidity. For example, if you have an expensive painting, that's a really small market of people who will potentially buy that. However, if you tokenize it and make it affordable for thousands of people to own a small or large portion of the same painting, that's a big market that all of a sudden can tap. you can tap into to buy or sell this digital asset. So fans today, we're just at the forefront of this movement in the sports betting and sports data industries. We'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. you in vet bills for that convenience of just pulling open a bag of formulated, extruded, processed cereal bits that cost a ton of money anyways. How do you feed your dog to derive not only energy, but a good coat, bright eyes, and a great attitude? Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I found his raw meat diet on Dynavite.com. With just the raw meat and the eggs and the Dynavite and the Super Omega on top of it. Try Super Omega fish oil. Buy two. Get one free. Ground beef, white rice, um, eggs, including the shells, and the Dynavite supplement, and then the Lico Chops. Try Lico Chops. Buy two. Get one free. It just balances out his body and his mind and his spirit. Adding Dynavite to their diet has every single dog in my kennel looking better than they have ever looked. Their skin is so much better now that they're on the raw diet, I don't even give them the kibble anymore. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You're listening to the House of Cards. I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Duncan McIntyre, co-founder and chief operating officer of Fans Unite. You know, as I said in the opening, you can't pick up a newspaper or watch TV and not see the news about sports betting. However, you know, there's a lot of people who have a lot of trust issues in the sports betting process. How is Fans Unite addressing that, those issues? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a major issue for us and it kind of the foundation of what Fans United is built upon is bringing increased transparency and actually allowing for what we call trustless betting. So you don't have to trust anyone. The code automatically executes. It's publicly viewable. It's auditable by by professionals. They can see exactly what the code says. And then, like I said, the event is resolved by our network of oracles. So you're not relying on a sportsbook to provide the correct data and resolve the game. Everything's trustless. Automatically happens. You know you're going to get paid out as the transaction was entered into. You know, I got a whole bunch of information on Fans Unite, and every time I keep reading about it, it just seems such a great idea. The, the one great thing I read about it is your tipster verification system that you have at Fans Unite. How can users of the website take advantage of that aspect of the site? Yeah, that, that kind of builds on a previous iteration of Fans Unite where we really wanted to try and eliminate the, the sports handicapping or sports towing service because we found that a lot of these people basically just post their records. They're kind of in charge of what they're showing. Maybe they've won five in a row, but they don't showcase the last 20 without they maybe don't have a positive record. So basically, Fans Unite allows for, for users to input their betting data uh, recorded on, on the Fans Unite servers, and then it can be independently verified by a third party, which in this instance was us. So all these different users of the platform know that the data that's entered into is correct and that these touts or, or tipsters 
actually have accurate data showcasing their records. You know, tell us about your pick tracking software, because I think that is something that could really benefit the users of Fans Unite. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to not only benefit existing users, but also users of the protocol and sportsbook. Basically, the pick tracker allows independent users to identify their strengths and weaknesses and really drill down where they're winning or losing money. You can really even go as, as focused as when the New York Giants are on the road, but they're the favorite. How do you do in that situation? What about if it's a Sunday night game or a Thursday night game? And you can really break down your record and identify your ROI in those instances, as well as your variability, which is also something you want to try and minimize as much as possible. You know, I saw another thing that separates fans unite, and you mentioned it before. It, it separates it from other sites. Uh, the betting fees are absolutely completely different. How does fans unite reduce the betting fees that you would typically see with a traditional site? Yeah, great question. So with fans unite, like I said, our, our focus was kind of just allowing things to execute automatically. So we don't use payment processors. We use smart contracts. We don't pay for data feeds. We use a network of oracles that provide the necessary data. We pass those savings on directly to consumers. So we have a, a historically low 1% margin at Fantasy Night wow. that a traditional sportsbook simply cannot offer. Uh, the other big thing is we don't have the same overhead of these sportsbooks. They have rooms full of mathematicians and statisticians. Statisticians, sorry, we use machine learning instead. So our guys basically allow a computer uh, and, and the necessary processors to do the work of hundreds of PhD students. You know, I found it interesting that Fan Unite also incorporates the esports market. Uh, do you think that's a bigger emerging market in the coming years? Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's already noted as the fastest growing betting market in the world. And right now on on fansunite.com, which will soon migrate to fansunite or social.fansunite.com, I think it's our fourth biggest market already. So this is something that we're very aware of. We know it's growing. We know it's coming quickly, and we're going to continue to cater to it. You know, you know, I live in New Jersey, and the other week, the first real money online sports book went live for those located in the state of New Jersey. Where do you see the market going, and how do you think Fans Unite will fit into that market? Yeah, right now, I think you're you're seeing regulators in these different states really try and ensure that they're taking their cut of the fees. That's why you see things like uh, Meadowlands Casino in, in New Jersey, which recently offered sports betting, have these ludicrously high margins. Yeah. Now, no <laughs> real serious sports better is going to ever use that, but uh, they're, they're trying to take their cut right now. So I think eventually these states will realize that that's not the way to go. They'll open it up a little bit more, and you're going to see some of the traditional sports books and companies like Fans Unite enter into these uh, these legislated grounds and offer the reduced margin offerings to the to the public. How do you plan to deal with things like the NFL licensing fees that they're asking for? I guess they're calling them the integrity fees or the state fees as states create their own gaming framework. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting. I mean, we've, we've heard murmurings from uh, the NBA, the NHL, and the NFL, like you said there, about them wanting their integrity fees. But, you know, honestly, at Fans United, we're, we're eager to work with them. We're willing to pay them the integrity fee. We just want to ensure that sports betting is done with integrity. There's the appropriate overview from regulatory bodies, and everything is done in a compliant and transparent manner. I don't think other traditional sports books can afford to pay that integrity fee just because their overhead is so high already. That would be a massive cut into their profits. At Fans United, we're willing to do that as long as it boosts volume on the protocol. And like I said, everything is done compliant and transparently. So walk us through this. How do I get involved in the Fans Unite community? Uh, where do I go on the web? Where do I and what do I see when I go to your website? Yeah, uh, you need to go to fansunite.com and there you'll be able to find any information on our Fans Unite protocol, our Fans Unite sportsbook, which will be released soon. And basically you can just stay up to date. The other channels to follow us on are on Twitter, on Telegram. Telegram's our main communication channel. We'll, we'll send updates on those channels as well as our website, email list, let everyone know how progress is coming and when they can expect the release of the protocol and the application, which we're looking for Q4 of this year. And as I said in the introduction, cryptocurrency is involved. Is that correct? Yes, that is. So we're going to be using our own token, the Fans Unite token. 
which basically will be the mechanism through which oracles will be able to provide data. And the other big thing is it's going to allow for governance of the protocol. So we're big believers in open source code here. Uh, we want, like I said, do everything as transparently as possible. So holders of the Fangenite token will be able to have governance say in the future progress of the pro- protocol as well. You know, cryptocurrency, like I said, is a hot topic for investors as well. What is your best advice you can give people if they want to invest in an ICO? Yeah, so if you're going to contribute to a regulatory compliant token sale, it's, it's the same as investing in general as if you were going to invest in stocks. You got to look at the team, their track record, their advisors, the product. Are they trying to comply with or skirt around laws, which obviously is a big thing with cryptocurrency as well? So at Fans United, we've recently closed an equity financing of $4.5 million. Our management team have each been in the sporting industry for over a decade. Our advisors are upper-tier veterans in the betting, blockchain, and venture capital markets. We've also spent over a year ensuring that we're doing everything compliant with applicable legislation. So what's next for Fans Unite right now? What do you have planned in the future when it comes to Fans Unite? We have two very big partnerships that we're extremely excited to announce, which we'll be releasing more information about in the next week or two, and also the future completion of our protocol and sportsbook, which should be ready in Q4 of this year. That will allow other applications, like I said, sportsbooks or betting exchanges or daily fantasy applications to be built on top of the protocol and really benefit from this decentralized approach. Duncan, we're running out of time, but I want to give you the opportunity to tell people how to get involved with Fans Unite and start reaping the benefits of what I think is an amazing project. No, thank you so much for the kind words. Go to fansunite.com, sign up to our email list, check us out on Telegram and Twitter. We'll be constantly updating. There's big news and big noise coming from the Fans Unite team soon. Sounds great. I can't wait. Duncan McIntyre, co-founder and chief operating officer of Fans Unite, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for your time. Bye-bye. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and I just want to take a moment to talk about our friends at PenBets.com. You know, Pennsylvania recently legalized online gambling, so it won't be long before the first online gambling sites start launching across the Keystone State. So if you want to be a player in Pennsylvania, you need a place to go to stay on top of the latest developments. And that's why you need to check out PenBets.com. 
10bets.com is led by industry experts and provides the most in-depth coverage of this new and exciting online gambling market. News, reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker. At penbets.com, you'll have everything you need to navigate the Pennsylvania online gambling scene at your fingertips. Where can you play? What's the latest game being offered? Which casino is running which site? You'll find these answers and much, much more at penbets.com. Pennsylvania is a new market for online gambling, and things happen fast. So you need a resource that's reliable, insightful, and most of all, trustworthy. And that's PennBets.com. That's P-E-N-N-B-E-T-S dot com. Stay ahead of the game with PennBets.com. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. And you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. You hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep. And that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong, the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at my pillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. At TropicanaCasino.com, we're all about more chances to win, more fun, and more entertainment. Sign up at TropicanaCasino.com with promo code RADIO15 and get $15 bonus money plus up to $100 real cash back. Enjoy your favorite slot and casino games, including Cleopatra, Wheel of Fortune, Monopoly, Blackjack, and many more. We've got more than 200 games to enjoy, plus new rewarding promotions every week right here at TropicanaCasino.com. Plus 21 over at Oakland, New Jersey. Play new patrons only. Terms and conditions apply. See TropicanaCasino.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 800-GAMBLER. Dinovite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. <laughs> Order a 90-day supply of Dinovite for your dog this week. We'll send you a big tube of Doggo Suds free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Suds shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Free this week at Dinovite.com. Dinovite is nutrition. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Hey, this is Dave Weishuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards Gaming Report for the week of September 10th, 2018. Well, it was a busy week in the sports betting scene in New Jersey. Not only did Ocean Resort and Golden Nugget open their permanent sports books, FanDuel and William Hill both went live with their mobile sports betting apps. With the addition of these two mobile sites, that brings the total of sports betting apps in Jersey to five, including DraftKings Sportsbook, PlayMGM, and Play Sugarhouse Sportsbook. Daily fantasy sports giant DraftKings has filed a lawsuit in Massachusetts. This stems from an attack on the website which prevented a denial of service to DraftKings customers. A judge last week issued a ruling allowing DraftKings to seek the identities of those involved in the attack. A spokesman from DraftKings says no confidential company or customer information was taken. And finally, a woman from Hawthorne, New Jersey, had a great time at the Jersey Shore last weekend. The unidentified gambler went to the Borgata Casino in Atlantic City and put $10 in the Wheel of Fortune Double Sapphire Gold Spin Game. And as a result, she turned that $10 into more than $2.4 million. You see, that's a great way to end the summer. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fortley and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgatic Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. You're listening to the House of Cards. Oh, but, but you didn't even look at your cards. Looking at one's cards is a crutch for players who rely on skill.
Welcome back, everybody. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. We have, I think, one of our most frequent guests. I know he's one of my favorite guests uh, on House of Cards. His name is Seth Polanski. He is the vice president of corporate communications of the World Series of Poker. He is essentially the media poobah, the guy you go to for all the latest information on the World Series of Poker. And so we're happy to have him with us. Seth, are you there? Ashley here. Pleasure to join you again. Well, always a pleasure, and I'm eager to hear about the big picture. I was out for the World Series this year. I loved it. I wish I could have stayed longer. But I never know really what the big picture is until I hear your annual report. So can you fill our listeners in on what happened, uh, how much better or worse it was over prior years, what events were good, anything else? We're eager to hear. Yeah, it was another record breaker, Ashley. So in simple terms, uh, we had uh, nine, uh, 17 new records set, including the most entrants ever, the largest uh, money awarded or prize pool given away, the number of cashers. So uh, it was another big summer out in Las Vegas. What's the total number? Uh, what is the total amount of money that was you say, given away, that people won in prizes uh, over the course of the World Series, and how many people entered and how many countries were represented? You got it. So for the first time ever, we gave away more than $250 million. The actual <laughs> number was $266,889,193 in the 78 events we offered this year. So that uh, came from 123,865 entrants, and um, there were 104 countries represented. That's remarkable. I imagine that the U.S. picked up the lion's share of first-place finishes. Were there any surprises? Did any countries seem to do better than you might expect? Uh, it was pretty normal. Um, and, and from that regard, we had uh, good participation from the usual countries we do, like Canada and the U.K. and France and Brazil, Germany, Australia, those types of places. But um, uh, we had a couple of new countries win bracelets, which is uh, not always uh, the case. So that that's nice to see. But... Um, you know, all in all, uh, yeah, USA did quite well, as they usually do. Um, but what, what countries? You know, every, what countries that you you said some uh, won for the first time? Do you know what they were? Yeah, Colombia and the Philippines. So uh, one of the records set was uh, the number of different countries that won a bracelet, and it was eighteen different countries this year. So the game is spreading. You're getting good players. Uh, from all over now, and uh, it was nice that Colombia and Philippines joined the first-time bracelet winners list. Yeah, that's terrific. Did you see any trends? And by that I mean, uh, I noticed one. It seemed that the number of entrants for the stud events, I think, was was down, uh, which went against everything else. And I'm wondering if you saw any other kind of trends. Omaha picked up, uh, No Limit Hold'em, six person was really, anything like that? Certainly Omaha is growing and stud is shrinking, so your eyes weren't deceiving you. That uh, is indeed the case. I mean, one of the most difficult things for the World Series of Poker is we are the only place that spreads all the games, right? If you have a particular variant, that you enjoy the most, you're going to find at the World Series of Poker. But when you go back to your home market or go try to play it online or in a free-to-play social game, it won't be there in the majority of cases. So it's very hard for people, you know, at our buy-in levels, typically at 1000 or $1,500 on the low end for mixed games to get people willing to shell out the money if they've never played the game before. Right. Um just a couple of things. Um, the online component seemed to be at least slightly bigger, that you had a couple of more ways that people could participate online. Could you tell us what you did this year that was either different or greater than in the past and how that worked out? 
Yes, it was a strong year for online poker. We offered four bracelet events this year exclusively online, so that's where you had to play to win. They also set uh, four-year highs. That's as long as we've been doing bracelet events for how they did this summer. A big uh, contributor to that was the fact that for the first time, the New Jersey poker market was linked with Nevada as the shared liquidity, they call it, the interstate compact between the states allowing the player pools to play against one another went into effect just before the WSOP started this year. So players from New Jersey got to participate for the first time from their own home. They didn't have to come out, and that led to about 27% increase in uh, participation in the online events. Wow, that's tremendous, and I think that's the trend that we'll be seeing increase down the road. Um, So you could enter an event at the World Series of Poker online and not have to show up at all, because I seem to recall in prior years, maybe it was last year, there was an event where the preliminary rounds were online, but then there was a final table. Did you repeat that uh, structure at all, or did you do away with that? We did away with that structure, made it completely online because of this New Jersey component. It wasn't, uh, you couldn't have day one online and come down to the Rio on day two for those people in New Jersey, right? It's not logistically possible to get them there in time. So in fact, we did have our, our very first bracelet winner who won from his home in New Jersey. Uh, it happened at about 7 a.m. his time. Uh, for the one-day event that started at, at 3 p.m. out in Vegas, 6 o'clock on the East Coast, and took about 13 hours uh, to reach a winner. So um, quite an achievement. And we, he ended up coming out later in the summer. We awarded him his bracelet and uh, and all that. So it was a nice, uh, a nice thing to see that it is possible, uh, if you couldn't make it out, to still have a chance to participate in the World Series of Poker. Yeah. Would you consider doing online tournaments like that not connected to the World Series of Poker but maybe connected to circuit events or is it not feasible in light of the fact that the circuit events would be in states that don't have online poker? Yeah, the real issue is you have to deal with the regulations that exist by state. So you can only have states that offer online poker eligible to participate in pools. And at this point, only New Jersey and Nevada are linked up. So it really isn't feasible anywhere else to operate. But we do uh, run online satellites into our circuit events that take place around the country. So uh, for people playing in our Nevada, New Jersey online games, they can win seats to any event uh, that we offer. I see. Uh, Tell us about the trends, if there are any with regard to buy-ins. I noticed what appeared to be a widening of the buy-in spread. So instead of just 1,000, 1,500, 5,000, and 10,000, it looked like this year you were going in both directions at the same time, some smaller buy-in events and then some mega buy-in events that were much, much more than 10,000. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's true, Ashley. That's taken place over the last few years. Last year was the first time we had a $365 price point, and it was about four years prior where we introduced the $565 price point. That was the Colossus. They got almost 23,000 players in the one event, the largest live poker tournament ever held. So what we noticed on that end of the spectrum is – People will come out. You need to meet their demands and their level of um, funds, in essence, right? Their bankroll. And um, we had uh, something like 11,000 first-timers out to the World Series of Poker just to play in that $565 buy-in event. So that woke our eyes to doing something, is which our goal should be and has to be growing poker. So in order to grow poker, you got to get new players into the game. And to get new players in the game, you have to make their first step into the water uh, comfortable. And that means low enough stakes where... They can have a good time, and if they don't win, it's not going to be crushing, and they're going to 
enjoy the experience and want to come back. So uh, it's been important for us to expand the low end of the spectrum. And we've also done it on the other end of the spectrum with the high buy-ins to meet the demand, sort of the high roller circuit that has formed the past few years to give the players uh, at that stage of the game an opportunity to compete for higher stakes and a bracelet. I agree. It's it's to me. It's a remarkable, wonderful thing to be as flexible as you've been, uh, listeners. For those of you just tuning in, we're talking with Seth Polanski about the World Series of Poker. Um, how did the other specialty events go? The ladies' event, the seniors, the super seniors. Yeah. So let's start with the seniors. A record five thousand nine hundred and eighteen players this year. Wow. I mean. Uh, it was 5,300 the year before. I mean, it's a remarkable number. We all, I mean, that is stretching our capacity. It's one flight. Everyone sits at once. And to get all these folks in uh, was an achievement. And I applaud our operations and our, our team on the ground to be able to accommodate. But seniors is showing no signs of slowing down. We're virtually setting records year in and year out. Um, you know, f- 50 years old is what we consider a senior for this event. And um, that's helped um, draw in a lot of people. Ladies continues to show uh, some decline. It was down single digit percentages this year. And uh, it was a Thursday event for the first time, moving it sort of away from the weekend, which probably impacted attendance. And that was in part due to the main event structure and the July 4th holiday following midweek. It kind of messed up our usual uh, scheduling there. Uh, I noticed that you you have a super seniors category. That's 60 and up, or is it 65 and up? What is that? Yeah, that's 60 and up, and that did very well. It increased again this year, and that's played basically on the final table day of the seniors event. So of those 5,918 that played in seniors, if you were 60 or older and and didn't make it through to day three, this was perfect, and it did capture a lot of that uh, same player base. We'll be taking a quick break and then coming right back, so stay tuned. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. You've been hearing me talk about MyPillow and the benefits of using it to get a good night's sleep, alleviate your sore neck and back, and the special deal you can get for MyPillow through the show. Well, not only can you pick up the special deal for four MyPillows when you use promo code CARDS, but now you can get $100 off your purchase of the MyPillow mattress. Yeah, that's right, the MyPillow mattress. The MyPillow mattress comes with a 10-year warranty and a 120-day money-back guarantee. The MyPillow mattress is made up of three unique layers providing you the comfort and support to fall asleep and stay asleep all night. It even has the luxurious Dream Soft cover, which is stain-resistant and stays cool all night. Just head on over to MyPillow.com, click on the MyPillow mattress link, and enter promo code CARDS at checkout to get $100 off your order. Or call 1-800-319-7913 to order by phone. That's MyPillow.com, or call 1-800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet and check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. 
Join the best and the brightest of the esports industry at the Luxor Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas on September 5th and 6th for the second annual Casino Esports Conference brought to you by Fox Marketing. This two-day hands-on event will provide the most direct and informative connection for gaming establishments looking to incorporate the esports gaming world into their properties. The Casino Esports Conference will not only educate but actually facilitate your casino's move into the esports industry. Panels include experts discussing wagering, mobile, social gaming, the latest technology, and much, much more. Attendees can participate in the eSports Expo and gain tools to implement changes immediately. You can even meet with the eSports tournament organizers to explore partnerships to run eSports events at your casino or gaming property. Don't wait. Head on over to CasinoEsportConf.com and register today to attend this exciting and unique look at the eSports industry. The second annual Casino Esports Conference, September 5th and the 6th at the Luxor Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. It's one event you can't afford to miss. You're listening to the House of Cards. Okay, let's play some damn cards. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley, your host for the interview. First of all, for those of you that just tuned in, we're talking with Seth Polanski, the VP of Corporate Communication, the guy that's the media contact for the World Series of Poker. Which brings me to another topic that we don't talk about much, but is really, to me, a main part of why I love going out for the World Series, and that is your cash games. Uh, People may not know since it's not i don't think it's ever been televised but you have a really huge cash game component of this and this year you had that king's lounge i'm wondering if it was as successful as you had wanted and how you measure it and how it measured up to prior years Yes. I mean, cash games is a huge side part of the World Series experience, right? If you're unfortunate to get eliminated in the tournament you chose to play, a lot of guys go and try to earn their buy-in back in the cash games. I mean, the, the truth of the matter is we were full. We have 90 tables reserved for cash games, and they're full uh, mid-afternoon all the way till 3, 4 in the morning. So we put in as many as we could handle and they do very well. And then, of course, you have WSOP.com online where you can be grinding cash games on the website while you're in Nevada as well. So um, King's Lounge was up year over year. We had more of that high roller business than we've had in the past. And uh, it, it's the variant of games that gets played there. It's, you know, the customers help choose what they want to play. Um, it's, a, it's a bustling uh, place and a place where you hear a lot of players say that games are juicy and uh, they enjoy playing there. It's for those that have never been who are listening to this show. It is something that you, as a poker player, must do. It's an annual convention uh, ex- expo. Uh, all the people you've ever heard of in the poker world who are still alive, you have a chance of seeing and playing next to. It's really a remarkable thing that is almost, or I think, unique to poker, where you can actually compete with the players you've idolized all your life. Uh, Maybe not on an equal footing, maybe you don't have much of a chance, but you can pony up the money, you can sit in on the same games as all the people you admire. Um, We're going to be closing in a couple of minutes, but I wanted you to talk a little bit about how you crystallize the experiences and the numbers in this year's World Series of Poker to guide you on how you do things next year and when that process uh, really starts and ends so that the public will be told what the dates are, what the events will be. How does that all work, Seth? Yeah, well, it's, uh, it is a big Jenga puzzle, and it does take a lot of time. The process has already started for 2019. Um, it starts by gathering all the feedback. Each department have to submit feedback um, from how things went from their perspective from the summer, what they would like to see change, what needs to change, what resources they need. And that's 
combined with Jack Effel and his team on the tournament side, getting all the feedback from the players on what structures they might have had issues with, what chips, what, you know, anything related to the gameplay that uh, was problematic for our player base, that gets thrown in the mix there. And then we start talking and hashing through um, how we can resolve the issues to make it a more frictionless experience for the players. So that's uh, well underway. We've had a couple meetings uh, related to these things already, and uh, we'll continue to work forward now. The next step is really trying to secure our dates at the Rio so we know exactly when we can get into the building and when we can leave. We are subject to you know other conventions and other business that's booked there. And, um, and so, um, we basically build our schedule around what we figure out is the amount of time we need to set up and break down into then what leaves us with how many playing days we have and devise the best schedule we can from there. So, um, Jack and his team are starting that process on a preliminary schedule, but it really takes months and months to finalize um, it's got to get through gaming regulations and approvals. It's got to get with our broadcast partner ESPN and see what available TV windows they have and what works. It's got to get to our live streaming partner at Poker Go, um, et cetera. So um, several steps left to go, but we got the schedule up before the new year uh, for, for this past year, and we think it really did help the numbers too. So our goal is to try to do the same again this year. Well, I am waiting. I can't wait. Every year, it's to me the big day is when you find out the schedule and we get to publicize it. And we hope you'll come back on, as you have in the past, to uh, tell all our listeners about the great 2019 World Series of Poker at the Rio. And uh, I just love hearing about it, Seth. I love having you on. I appreciate you coming and sharing the success story that was the 2018 World Series. So thank you. Always a pleasure. Appreciate your interest, Ashley. I'll talk to you down the road. All right. Take care. Listeners, that was Seth Polanski, the Vice President of Corporate Communication for the World Series of Poker. He's our go-to guy, and uh, we love having him on. Listeners, uh, we are done. Make sure next week to tune back in and listen to more House of Cards. Until then, good luck and good day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.